Hey, this is Ricky P from twitch.tv slash Ricky P, and you're listening to the Escape Podcast. This show was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. If you haven't relicked Ark yet, hmm, you should relic Ark. Take it away, boys. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained. This is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the Nerdy Network Studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Paul, Paul, CG has finally made a Discord server for its playing community. <laughs> Neil, it's not for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, though. It's for the other game that they released. Yeah, I know that. Duh. It's not like they're going to do something like, you know, that for the community that, you know, pays the bills. Ooh, ooh. the salt is strong with you. Maybe just a pinch. Really? A pinch? Sounds like a salt mine from where we're sitting right now, Neil. Well, clearly CG values a community that barely exists over a six-year-old community that's poured millions into their pockets. I think you meant billions, but okay, I'm hearing it now. What, that pinch of salt? Is this all you're going to go on about today? I may be salty, but I'm not going to monopolize the entire podcast. Good. Well, we can talk about... Well, not much really else happened this week, did it? Probably working on that other game. Nev, stop it. All right, all right. All right. Well, we have a YouTube creator that you found as a guest this week. Yes, it's Still Plays, who is part of GA Center, but we introduce him to you for the first time. I I wonder what else he does. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to that. Oh, and by the way, uh, Neil, we're yeah. also going to have the first three awards of the Swaggies this week. Ooh, that sounds like it'll be interesting. It is definitely going to be. All this and breaking news as and if it happens right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very, very salty episode (laughs) of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm your salty host, The Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you doing? I'm more diet. You know, I'm not, a, I don't have as much sodium content as you tonight, Neil, mm-hmm. which, no. oh my no. gosh, there's a, there's a shocker, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so much, so salty that, uh, I, uh, I shut off Bob. Well, but uh, we Bob... have, we have no Bob. We have no Bob today, ladies and gentlemen, because under no circumstances are my opinions going to be fact checked by an AI. Well, Bob also had a uh, had a virus in the ALEX um, 
corridor of their uh, memory mm-hmm. banks. So, you know, we're we're there's a suspected virus, so we did have to put him into sleep mode. So he's above us, but he's in sleep mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that, that that that's one way of that's one way of putting it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean the big news, you know, this this segment leads in with, you know, the escape podcast news is that CG has released new content. That content is in the form of the new Lord of the Rings game, Heroes of Middle-Earth. Which, and this is what, (laughs) this is what rubs Neil the wrong way, has a Discord server. Mm -hmm. Neil? Yeah. Floor is a yours. non-existent, a non-existent community for a game that's just been released gets its spanking own Discord server. And here's the thing: I don't have an issue with that. I don't, I genuinely don't. It's like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, a Discord server where a community can grow and talk about things and have discussions and relay bugs and issues and talk about characters and all of that. It's great, but it's like, okay, newly established community with no one in it other than a handful of people. And then a six year community that has literally pumped millions and millions, billions of dollars into their pockets. Nah, nah, that, they don't need that. They've got forums. Oh, wait a minute. Lord of the Rings is going to have everything that Swagger has except Discord. Now, people will be saying, you know, there's the, there's, there's, people will try and make a, uh, what they believe to be a legitimate, oh, it's social media, you know, that, you know, there's Twitter accounts and there's Facebook accounts and there's uh, forums. And it's, yeah, that, that, that's all well and good, but not every social media platform is like it. You know, you can post something on the forums. You might not get a message. It might not start an instant conversation. You can have instant messaging and instant conversations on discord. Okay. And you can even get like the same on Twitter, immediate, almost immediate responses because the CG employees tasked with, you know, being on the Lord of the Rings Discord server, you know, CG's Discord server, that they're responding. Like, that. You, you ask a question about Swaggo, you know, it's it's like, uh, it, it's, it's like submitting a question to the Vogel Empire in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You know, it's got to be done in triplicate. Then it's got to be stamped by a million people. It takes four months for something to happen. And then the response you get back isn't an answer to your question. It's just a, you know, yeah. And so I'm going to I'm gonna point out kind of here, Neil. So Amazon, oh, am I, am I correct in this? You, you would know. Mm-hmm. And this is where I wish we had Bob. Am I correct that Amazon owns the Tolkien Empire now? No, 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 no. They, they bought the right. It's um, it's it's not 
it's not the book that they've got the rights to are oh, not it's not called the foot footnotes it's it's it, it, it's a it we'll, we'll just call a, it the it, apocrypha how about that it, it's equivalent it's, it's, it's <laughs> they've got they've just got they've just got certain rights um they, they don't have like the rights to the lord of the you know the lord of the rings they don't they have the rights to some of the it's like it's almost like some of the universe you know how we had um paramount and cbs you yes. know the t the star trek tv and the star trek movies and, and they were kind of separate um and then you know paramount sold uh, you know, part of Star Trek to somebody else, uh, but the new Star Trek had to be X amount of percentage different from the original Star Trek, which is why it didn't quite gel with certain Star Trek fans because it, it wasn't like a, a true continuation of Star the Star Trek universe. It was skewered, hence the, you know, the different timeline to explain all of the differences, you know, that, that, that 10 or 20%. Ch- it's very similar to that. Um, you know, so this, this, you know, this rings of power thing that, you know, Amazon are going to be doing it. It's, it's so loose within the, you know, that whole law that it's not actually part of it. You know, they're making up something completely and utterly brand spanking new, sticking it in the second age. Uh, this, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's, it, it's not like that. They they don't. Yes, yes. Laypan. It's the similar. That that's what they have the rights to. Okay, that that's, that is I what kn- that is what Amazon has the rights okay. to. I know nothing about Lord of the Rings. I am going to fully admit this. I haven't even watched the movies. I know the characters. I've played the Lego game. I've played the Lego Hobbit. But the whole darn thing. I have not consumed any media, written or video. In order to, you know, to have any idea of what's going on with the exception of the memes. But I did know the Cimmerillion, which was the, I, I understand the prequel that he was working on and then he passed away and his son picked up. So mm, that's, it's, it's I know it's, that it's from news like articles. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something, it's some, yeah, it's something like that. Um, so they can't. They, they, I mean, don't get me wrong. That, that there are characters within the Sumerian that that are you know well known and popular to other you know to other people. It's just them at a you know at a younger age, you know. Yeah. Um, so you know, instead of you know it being like an elf that's several thousand, you know, they're like they've only like they're they're middle aged, so they're like between like maybe one or two. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and Bo- Bone says uh, the Cimmerillion is the Bible of Lord of the Rings. Yes, I know, and it also retcons the whole orcs came from elves. See, I know this stuff. I I know I can't tell you what the story is, but I can tell you the lore in a little, <laughs> just a little bit, in and little it, pieces. Yeah, in, in little pieces. Yeah, no. Ba- Bowdy Bowdy points out that it's like that. They, I don't know who they is. Just used the Swagger events, which already had the community built up. That. I, I don't have an issue with a community-built Discord server for a game. That's that's a community-built Discord server. You know, it's not an official CG Discord server. You know, CG has created a Discord server for the community that they're in, talking to this very, very, you know, you know, in its infancy community. Um, and, that and, is and- my issue. And really quick, are... 
Uh, Cass also, also says Discord wasn't really a big thing when Swaga started, but it wasn't the thing until several years in, so they didn't realize how important Discord would be. By the time it was, many people were already hating on CG, so why would they have a Discord for Galaxy it's not a valid, it's not. That's not a valid reason to not do it. The, 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 the terms and conditions, the terms and conditions on their Lord of the Rings server, there's nothing wrong with them. They're great. That's fine. You know, they're great. They could do a Swagger Discord server with the exact same terms and conditions. So if somebody comes from Reddit and starts posting, oh, CG, you're trash, you're crap, you're effing this, effing that, it's like banned. Bye bye. There we go. There's the hate. There. Oh, oh. You know, block, ban. You know, you you can't say, oh, oh, they they, they shouldn't do it because there's a couple of a holes out there. Let, let you know, let's let's not do a swagger Discord server because you know it might be you know uh, our our our, uh, our mods might have to spend you know thirty minutes to an hour, uh, you know, erasing from existence from our server people who are just going to be you know cockwombles, you know, because there are. <laughs> Every community has cockwombles, right? Every community. And it is up to the community to get rid of those. So they could have a swagger, you know, just saying, oh, there's too many haters. It's not a valid reason. It's not a valid reason to not have a swagger server. It just isn't. <laughs> so, so <laughs> tell Bowdy said, fact or fiction, they set up a server and invited Arnold just to ban it from it. <laughs> No, but but I, I would I would I would imagine that um, uh, uh, you know I would imagine that uh, that Arnold fans you know Arnoldites or you know whatever they're called you know his hardcore fans would um, would definitely you know they'd be the first people to be on a swagger an official CG swagger Discord just to troll them and it's like hey guys if you're gonna come here and be a holes. You know, that's it. Get rid of you. Uh, Bones, we're, we're does, just going to boot you. Bones confirms that Arnold is in the Lord of the Rings server. Yeah, I'm in it as well because yep. I'm very, very interested to see people ask questions and then someone from CG answer those questions. It's it's riveting. It's like wow, oh my god. It's it's like um, get ready. You know, um, uh, 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 it, it, I just. Oh. No, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Okay. okay, and saying that there is an existing server created by the community as a reason for, and that there's just too many haters, it, th th these aren't valid reasons for CG to not have an official Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Discord server that acts exactly like this Lord of the Rings one. Okay, it, it just isn't. I know that the game is in its infancy. It is riddled with bugs at the moment. Okay, that's why it's on a soft launch. You know, you you iron these kinks out during a soft launch. I get that. You know, and when when once it, once it's in hard launch, which is you're probably going to be a month from now. I, I get that, but just it's not right. It's not. It is absolutely not right. It so is disrespectful to the community that has been created over the last six years. And I granted, you know, it's only been, you know, 
you know, everybody was using line. I, you know, when I first started playing Swagger, you know, me, like many others, we were using line. Discord wasn't a thing back then. But since Discord has been a thing, every now and then we have asked for this. You know, we've asked for a more fluid line of communication. Discord provides a more fluid line of communication between the community and CG, and they've just never bothered. Right. And now they've created another game. It's like, oh, let's do that thing with this new game and this new community that we couldn't be bothered to do with our existing community. Okay, let, let's talk about what I was trying to get to the point of really quick and then we'll get into the differences between the discords when something in the star wars universe is going to be released it has to go through the mouse's lawyers the amount of stuff and you know this the agreements that you and i neil had to make to get speed GAC, to get the 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 assets for speed GAC, back when Scotty and I had carry on, all the all the hoops we had to jump through. You know, I I still am proud that there was only one edit that was made to the carry interview. What you heard in the Carrie interview was everything we talked about, with the mm -hmm. exception of one thing, and I did it because I didn't realize the connotation of a word until it was there, and it was me. It it you know it was something that let's let's just say there's a reason that one of the characters on Mystery Science Theater three thousand was renamed. Not too differently, but they were renamed. That's all I'm gonna. That's that's a little hint. Um, I, I am I am willing to concede. Um, I'm willing to concede if, and it's a it's a it's an if um, that will never be responded to. I don't think if CG are prepared to come out and say we are not authorized to do a a Discord channel. Right, we are not authorized to do a Discord channel for this game. Uh, only EA can authorize this because then we'll be like, brilliant, thank you, CG. Now we know who to take our complaints to. Then we go to EA. EA, we would very much like to have a community Discord server, an official one for this game. And EA go, oh, we're not authorized to do that. It's, you, you, you can't just have a you know, blanket nothingness. All right, there needs to be legitimate reasons for one having it and not the other. And if that legitimate reason is they're not authorized to do it, then just say, oh, we're not authorized to do it. We'd like to, but we're not authorized to do it. That then allows, that then gives the community a direction that they can go. Stevie says, Swaga Profit Curve is slowing down and CG is pops, pro probably going all out, afraid, because Lord of the Rings could be a flop. I mean, it's very, um, it's very yeah. true. I've, I've played other games based on, um, based on lore this that I love. Based. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, uh, look we, at we, Lego. We've both, we've both done it. We both played, we, we both did Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, right? Disney's and Sorcerer Arena. 
Disney Disney Sorcerer Arena, great. Then I hit level 30, and it's like, oh my god, the fun just sapped out of the game. Just it just disappeared. It was not fun. It yeah. wasn't fun anymore. With lo- and then with- Le- Lego Le- Lego Legacy Heroes unboxed mm-hmm. exactly the same thing. There was a level that I hit. Um, granted, them, you know, me losing my account and them taking a week to get it back to me. It was like, sorry guys, you, you took too long giving me my account back. I've lost interest. Bye bye. Um, but the, the, the two games very very similar. To Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, you know, that whole turn-based strategy game, okay? Uh, Once you hit a certain level, it just dropped off. DSA was huge when it first came out. Everybody was playing it. Everybody was streaming it. It was new. It was exciting. It was something different. It was something interesting. Um, It had potential, and it just dropped off a cliff, it, it literally dropped off a cliff. I knew about a half a dozen to a dozen people who were streaming it every other day, if not every single day. But once you hit that, once you hit that wall, and it's like, wow, what? I, I need eighty of this piece just to take this crappy character from this to this. And 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 you look at, you know, you'd look at the equivalent with Lego Legacy Heroes unboxed, or you'd look at the equivalent on Swagger, and it's like. It doesn't take me that long to get that character from a tier four to a tier... And it's like, what am I supposed to do? And then then they brought in the Game Pass. They monetized DSA so quickly, like, like really, really fast. You know, it took six years before Swagger brought in a Game Pass. Um, and that was, you know, one of the most... Um, crappiest things that they did because they created the problem that the game pass was the solution for it's like oh let's create a problem and then paywall the solution you know it was um i I can't think of the word that i'm looking for but so yes i i I do not think that this has got the I, i don't think that this game's got the legs there's no way on god's green earth this has got the legs it just doesn't it absolutely doesn't. And the way that CG monetize Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, I think that they're going to try and do that exact same thing with this. Uh, I, I, th- I think that they're going to try and do that exact same thing with this. If, the, I think the, the only thing, and I do genuinely believe that it would give it legs. I do genuinely believe that it would give it legs. If they were to say, oh, you know, hey, you know that Grand Arena Championship thing that we do in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Well, we're 100% going to bring that to this game. We are 100% going to bring that to this game. That would give it legs. But apart from what they're doing, it's just that, no, there's no way that this game has got legs. Um it just, yeah, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't have the legs. Here, here's another thing about uh, the Lego problem is that, what was it, six months, maybe even four, since it was introduced, they changed development houses within Ubisoft. Yeah. And oh, uh, and they went every- dark for for two months, where. Lama and I were sitting there going, hey. Yeah, yeah, you were twiddling your thumbs. Anything we can do? You know, we started talking about Lego itself. (laughs) You know, it was the only thing that we could do to produce weekly or even bi-weekly content. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I just Lee Panna <laughs> says, hold on, hold on, Neil. Lee Panna says, starts to sound like Swaga isn't so bad after all. No. And and this is and this is the this is the craziest thing of it, right? The same people that crap all over CG for the things that they do in this game, they're playing it. They're straight. It's like seriously okay hold that you're you're being slapped you're being okay hold hold, hold that thought because yes because that is what's going to lead into the second segment uh, uh, that i mean we barely have anything to talk about so let's save that for this break or after this break in this break we will not have ga center uh patreon leaderboard because we haven't announced the patreon the ga center uh, winner yet that's going to be no this we, haven't, we haven't announced the g we haven't announced the season six champion yet no yeah and which i will then do this season's patreon winner next week so yeah um it's only going to be a short break neil so try the try those breathing exercises and we'll Oosa. be right back after these Oosa. messages right here on the escape podcast HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. We want you. Join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC chain gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds. We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. 
If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBees, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the Escape Pod Cast. Now, um, I did want to... We had some great banter in the in the chat while we're back, uh, while we were away. And now that we're back, uh, Panna says, if only the negativity didn't generate so many clicks and so much revenue for content creators who decided to go full time. Uh, Bodhi retorted what I love about Bodhi. I'm going to tell you that right now. He says, it's why Arnold is blocked on YouTube. So I never see his negativity as, and as soon as a content uh, creator becomes purely negative they get blocked i mean there are people that thrive on that stuff though um and, and it it, it depends it, it depends uh it, it depends because you see negativity is subjective it's not objective okay so uh, one person's negativity is another person's constructive criticism or you know, or their rallying cry yeah, because I mean, don't get me wrong. There is there is unconstructive criticism. Unconstructive criticism would be, oh my god, this game's so shite, it's crap, I hate it. That is negativity. That is unconstructive criticism. Uh, saying, oh, hang on, you know, for goodness' sake, CG, um, uh, you, you know, when are we going to get phase two of the uh, the the <laughs> update to the kits? You posted back in October and September of last year that you were going to give it to us. You've given us very, very little response since then. Uh, that is negative, but it is legitimate, constructive criticism. So there is a big difference. You know, you could paint both as negativity, legitimately, you know, opinionate both constructive and unconstructive criticism as negativity, but they are two completely different things. They are diametrically opposed to each other. One is good because constructive criticism is awesome. Constructive criticism lets a person or a group or a company know, hey, you're doing something um, bad. Here's the criticism. Here's the legitimate criticism. Um, what are you going to do about it? And then there's the, oh my God, it's crap. It's crap. You know, I can't do crap. You know, I can't deal with this. It's horrible. It's like, um, what is? What's crap? What's horrible? What can't you do? You haven't explained anything. You've just spewed a lot of negativity, you know? So the, the, the neg negativity <laughs> subjectively has two meanings. All right. Uh, uh, Rokaren Mazel says negativity sells just not content just not just for content creators but mainstream media, which is very true. Uh Bodhi yeah. clarifies when he says the key is when it's one direction only. Um and he of course he he also opines later that all opinions are welcome as long as they agree with mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I, I I am I am always throwing constructive criticism. Um, in CG's way, but I'm also happy to give them credit. Like you've got, here's the thing: if you're going to be constructively critical about a company like CG that does this game, you've also got to give credit where credit is due. So when they do something good, you've also got to let them know when they do something good. 
the Legends event at the end of last year. All those Legends characters and then Starkiller. Four awesome characters, you know, winding up to an absolutely brilliant event that gave us Starkiller. I, I don't know of many people that criticised that. It was great, you know, and then we uh, and then I praised them for the changes that they made to, uh, uh, you know, I praised them for the changes that they made to uh, uh, to GAC. Um, I mean, I, I, I could say things about, you know, I'm, I'm my my primary focus has always been on GAC. So I'm going to be more critical and, and probably more um, uh, warm when they make, you know, positive, you know, good or positive uh, changes to uh, to that. I, I will leave, you know, conquest and challenges to somebody else who, you know, has those events, you know, focused in their mind. But so I, I'm, I'm happy to, and I think that every content creator should be doing that. You give CG credit where it's due and you hammer them with constructive criticism where it's necessary uh that's those are just my thoughts uh on on you know regarding that it, it, and i don't i don't think that every single content creator in fact i don't think there's a single content creator out there that is one direction um I, you know i've had conversations with arnold you know not obviously not streaming you know the private conversations but we've we've talked about the good and the bad We've had conversations about the good and the bad. You know, even though he was, I'll give you a perfect example. Perfect example. Even though he was not included, even though he was not included in the Speed GAC, he praised CG to me in private. He said that it was a great thing that they did for the community. It was brilliant. It was great for content creators. Uh, and he was 100% on board with it. He sacrificed thousands of dollars pulling what he was going to do um, because he thought at the time that, you know, it might have harmed other people. And he didn't want to spoil what was hyped up to be a really, really good thing for the community. And he praised that, you know, he maybe he didn't do it publicly as much as he should have. Um, I, I, I do think that, you know, since we're talking about Arnold, that he has a propensity to uh, play to his audience. Um, but he's, you've got to remember, he's got the biggest audience in Swagger. Um, and, you know, he, he does what he does because he has a big audience. He does what he does because he has a big audience. Does not, and, and, this, and this is why I want to get him on the show. So I know, I know that you've had your conversations with him. Mm -hmm. But I want to get him on the show to ask him, quite literally, you have a position. And, and Arnold, this is a, uh, um, this is a, this is an open invitation. You have the audience. I feel that you use your audience for... Negative. I want to know why you don't use your audience to praise the really good stuff. If you could show me and, and, and explain to me, and I'd love to have you on to be able to do that, where you have sung the praises 
of a community? Awesome. But I have not seen that. I've seen... All I've seen lately is criticism after criticism after criticism and still milking that cow that they brought you. Especially with your whole crispy chicken deleting your channel over Grievous. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't even delete your real account. It, it comes... Didn't even delete his real account. Exactly. And, and Carrie, 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 Carrie said that, you know, he was given, he was given a... Um, he was given heads the, up. the heads up. He, yes. he was he was given he was given the heads up because they were scared he was going to delete the account. Yeah, that was che yeah that was cheeky. They gave him a heads up. <laughs> so, you know, I just th there's an open invitation. Come talk to me. You've talked to Neil. I want this conversation to be out there. I want to get to know the real. And I'm not going to use your real name, even though I know it. I want to get to know the real Arnold. I think a lot of people want to get to know the real Arnold. But this segues into what you wanted to talk about, Neil. You do have people that just rail and rail and rail on CG. And all of a sudden they're like grappling at the teat of this new game. Yeah, and and it's not going to last, you know. It's like you you know it, you know. It's I'm thinking in the back of my head to people, you know, streaming streaming the game, and it's like you know this isn't going to last, you know. That it's just it's it's not going to last, you know. It, it it they're going to do it's CG. Why would CG's policies for the way that they um you know monetize a game change just because it's a different game? You know, the, the the car is still the same. All they've done is change the hood ornament. That's all that's happening is the hood ornament. It's the same car. It's the same machine. It's the same mechanisms. You know, uh, it, it, they, they still have the, the, the same hierarchy, you know, the same discussions going on in the same offices. It's just a different game. So the policy, the policies aren't going to change. It, you know, if, if, and it's, um, it's a, very, very big if. If this game were to last as long as Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which I just don't think is going to happen, um, it, 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 because the game doesn't, the, the, the game just doesn't have the legs. Um, I mean, they don't even have, uh, you know, uh, image. I mean, they're, they're making up images. The the images for the for the cartoon. I mean, you, you look at them and you're like, really? That that's how you chose to represent Aragon? Really? In that, I mean, interesting, interesting take. Oh, there was a. There, let me go into. Uh, let me go into Bones's Discord because there was one that was really, really funny. Um, I'm gonna find it, but I mean, you are also seeing Neil. You're also seeing that people are. They're. It's like they're two faced. Is that is that a good way of putting it? No? Keep talking. My earphones are gone. Okay. Um. I mean, the you you've been what you were talking about in the um in, in the break was there's all these people that that hate on CG. Now I'm back. Sorry, over I can hear you the, again. Yeah. Sorry. 
there's people that are are saying that they hate CG over on the Galaxy of Heroes server, but they're sucking up to them on the uh, on the other server, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there's that as well. Um, just there's, there's nothing, you know. It's it's. I don't know. Maybe some people think that you know that that, that if they're nice on this, it it could. I don't. I don't, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. You know, it's like you're in an abusive relationship with someone and, you know, that th there are people that, you know, would look at it like, you know, oh, the, you, you've done this. I didn't like that. Don't do it. But you still stick around, you know. Oh, you you, you bring relics into it. I, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Please don't do that. You know, it's it's eating too much of my resources. Yeah, I, I, I'm finding it difficult to progress in the game. Um, I, I can't handle all of these characters. There's just too much to do. And yet, you know, they still play. And then CG brings out something where you've got to start from... I mean, <laughs> two years ago, and I would, yeah, comfortably, two, two years ago, um, I know a lot of people had alts it, because it was fun. It was fun to start a game from scratch. Okay, Lord of the Rings is like starting a game from scratch because it's CG. It's a CG game. You are starting from scratch. You're still going to have to go all the way through the progression. You're still going to have, if, you, if you're free to play, you're still going to have to do all of that grind without really knowing what's going on. Are there going to be people that, uh, you know, are there going to be content creators that want to do theory crafting on this? Are there, you know, are there people that are going to want to do massive long videos about raids like Skeltrix would do for the raids? <laughs> that's that's what I know, was going to say. I, is there a Skeltrix for I just for Lord don't of the Rings? think that the new game is going to be able to generate that kind of interest. Um, and and to uh, you know to add to me saying you know me using the analogy of you know you, you're starting a game from scratch, I, I I ask I don't think there are many people in the Swagger community that have existing accounts going that would just start another new Swagger account for fun, knowing exactly what they have to do in order to make that account interesting, fun, or progress you know or you know be able to progress i just don't think i know for a fact i wouldn't you know at the two three um and four year points in this game i started a brand new account because i thought it would be fun to see what it's like to play the game uh you know from a noob's perspective from a new guy's perspective uh, i was, I, I was I gonna say i don't see noob anywhere so, uh, yeah. Neil, there's... Uh, exactly. No, C Cascade says it. If you aren't happy with CG in regards to Swagger, why start another game? Exactly. That's my point. There are people starting, you know, people that are not happy with the way that CG has progressed um, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, um, not, not over its entire lifespan because it's had really, really good periods. You know, I, I, but I would definitely say that, you know, over the last you know, maybe six to 12 months, you know, especially with respect to things like um, challenges, conquest, relic eight, then relic nine, data cons, Omicron, you know, so over the last 12 months, you know, the, the, the way that the game has progressed has kind of, it's definitely put me off 
wanting to start something new because I'm like, why would I start something new knowing this ridiculously steep ladder that I have to climb? Uh, you know, when people were, you know, four, five, you know, uh, sorry, uh, two, three, four years ago, people enjoyed starting brand new accounts because the progression ladder wasn't so steep. It was, you know, relatively easy. Yeah. But now, I mean, and, but and now, I'm going to combine two no way. I'm going to combine two comments. Uh, Johnny B says, uh, Johnny B says that he's 7.7 into, into Galaxy of Heroes. No way is he starting over. I mm. I can't believe I I'm this high now. I didn't think that I was this far into the eight million total, but I'm eight point mm -hmm. two million. Right about to switch over to eight point three million. Mm. Um, uh, Cascade. <laughs> uh, no, that, I I know that you were talking about starting Lord of the Rings. That, that I and that's exact. That's what I'm talking about. If you are so deep into Swagger. But you're not, you know, why would you start a Lord of the That's, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. Under no circumstances whatsoever am I picking up this game. And, and under no circumstances am I streaming this game. And there's you almost know? a chance that you even pack, or there, there was a little bit of a thought that you almost packed up before the show. Oh, God. I mean, I was that fuming. I mean, it really, the, the red mist really, really did descend last night. Regarding the, um, um, you know, re re regarding the, you know, all the bells and whistles that are being, you know, the, the 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 parade that's being brought out by CG for, you know, for their new game. And I get that. Don't get me wrong. From a business point of view, I 100% understand that from a business point of view, CG has to do all of this. They have to do all of this. They do, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, that they're not, a, that I doubt, I don't know if they, I mean, they might be a private company, but they're probably, you know, a you know, they're probably, uh, you know, a sister company or something to a public, you know, they, they have a fiduciary responsibility to the people that they make money for, you know, those people have invested in CG and it's CG's responsibility to give them money for the investment that they've made. But, you know, CG has two properties and they're spreading themselves thin. And it just looks like all they're doing at the moment is putting more emphasis on Lord of the, their new Lord of the Rings game than they are on Swagger. Two, two completely different communities that have been created over uh, two different periods of time. And one has put a lot more money into it than the other. And it's like, you know, it, 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 Lord of the Rings is CG's new favorite child. And, you know, the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes now become the black sheep of the family. Will it become the black sheep, though? I mean, it's the father. I, I... It is. But... I mean, the, the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes is, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, the father for a lot of games. You know, D D um, Marvel Strike Force, uh, DSA, Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed. Um, I mean, don't, there were games that came before Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and I think that Swagger CG probably, you know, took some of the... I mean, I used to play Heroes Unbound, not entirely dissimilar. You know, you'd have a group of five, and it would fight another group, and, and you would progress along a trail, and, you know, and you'd get stuff at the end of it. And, you know, um, uh, um, Honor Bound, uh, you know, died a death because the people who owned it were like, we're going to create this 
huge barrier between free to play and pay to win that's so big it's literally impossible for the free to play to get anywhere near the pay to win and uh, the pay to win are going to be so high on what they've paid for that they'll never see the free to play um, and and all it did was it broke a game because the free to play played against each other and never got any decent rewards for a grind. And the pay-to-win people only played other pay-to-win people. So they were pumping thousands of dollars into a game, uh, but they still couldn't, you know, win or, or do as well because they were fighting against other people that had pumped thousands of dollars into it. The, uh, that's kind of where um, Summer's Glory, the game that uh, Bones and and I are, are doing uh, content for, kind of it it has married the free to play and the uh and the paying players pretty well it you still have to progress through a story you still have to level up but it's not you're not paying for levels there's no hyperdrive bundle mm -hmm. but there is the ability to the sooner you pick it up, the better it does kind of thing where you can get, you know, the epic summoning books and the, and you, you remember the crystal, um, the, the little, you pay, you'd buy this crystal and you'd get 14 days of, of stuff. You remember that pack? Oh, what in Swagger? Yeah, in Swagger. Yeah, yeah. I remember the 14 day packs. Yeah. So it was one of the, th it was one of the things they did in the first year. Yeah. So it's, um, they have where you can get something forever um, that gives you those, that kind of crystal thing. The sooner you get it, the better it is. It costs real currency, but so did the 14-day pack. Um, if you're interested in playing that game, by the way, uh, use code Vault37 when setting up your character to get a gift from us, and I am compensated for signups using that code. Full disclosure. Yeah, but if you remember <laughs> when they first brought the hyperdrive bundle out, as much as, as as I mean, I had to begrudgingly admit that it was excellent value. It was a great pack to bring to the game because you know they brought it in at the four-year point, and it was something that allowed people to progress extremely fast um for uh, you know a relatively um you know in in relative you know in <laughs> in in mobile monetization relativeness you know it, it was something <laughs> that was relatively cheap a hundred bucks and you got a boatload of characters to level 80 you know gear tier eight <laughs> The, the, the kind of thing that would have taken months and months and months and months and months for somebody who was free to play um, to get to, even not free to play, somebody that was a whale or a dolphin, you know, you, you, under normal circumstances, you, you wouldn't have got those characters to, uh, you know, 80 and gear eight, you know, a, a half a dozen for a hundred bucks, just doing the characters individually. So, you know, I'll begrudgingly admit, even though I'm free to play, that, that that was actually, you know, I, I do, I still think, you know, that was probably one of the better you had packs fun. they put in. Yeah, you, yeah. you had I mean, fun. Th which is why I got so outraged and I I, I had that absolute, you know, that one-off mad never age regarding the $75 mod packs. 
because it's like $75. Everybody did. Some, $75, um, you know, $75 for some mods. $100 for all of this. $75 for this. And seventy-five Nothing. and seventy-five dollars for something that is pretty much purely RNG. Purely RNG, yeah. Mm, you still get the base. So uh, you that, still you get know, the base the, stats I'm, that they that they yeah. offered. But yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you know, two, two, two sides of the coin. One thing you praise and you've got to give credit for. The other, you absolutely hammer them with constructive criticism. Over. Mark Otero took employees from CG and ran with the money from Galaxy of Heroes and bought. And brought it to Azra Games, Legions, and Legends. Uh, that was uh, from Bringer. So, if uh, you guys are more than welcome to look up who Mark Otero is. Mm hmm But, uh, yes. So, uh, but but there is there is something else that we can talk about. There is something else that we can talk about. Um, and uh, we'll definitely lean into it with uh, Still Plays when he comes on. What are we going to talk about, Neil? Well, we've had a full GAC of version 3.1. Yeah. And uh, we do want to recognize Jedi Rules for uh, Community Sub, um, giving that out. Who who ended up with that Community Sub? I didn't see who it was. WPI Defender. And then also uh, Jason Wren for the follow. We thank you for that during uh, while we were in the break. But... Yes, as you said, coming up in... Yeah. Coming up, coming up, coming up during the incoming transmission. Praise from me to CG for doing something good in the game. And we'll hold our breath for that <laughs> while Thaddeus gives us an interesting, different sort of uh, take on story time right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, After Show Access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. 
there is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Padawans, and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with Uncle Thad. Tonight, I don't have a character to review or a ship to tell you about. Tonight, I'm, I'm going to do something a little different. Something that I typically only save for my channel. You might say that I keep this kind of content only for fans. But tonight, I wanted to bring something to your attention. It's kind of a big thing, and that big something is content. Now, I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only person that has seen somewhat of a lack of content from the powers that be over at Capital Games. I mean, we got the Inquisitors, right? And they were a thing, right? And then we got the Grand Inquisitor, and he is also a character that came to the game. But we haven't really had anything to excite us, right? Where is the new characters? Where's the new content? Where's the grand level of happiness that, you know, we've seen from the past over at Capital Games? And really, the only thing that we've seen is... Datacrons. This huge addition to the game that I think a lot of people are misunderstanding, right? Datacrons have been frustrating to say the least, right? Now, some people really enjoy Datacrons, some people don't. Um, it's But here's the thing, the Datacrons were this weird addition to the game that no one really asked for. It is a level of the game that kind of does give players a, a new way to create and, and make different teams kind of like unique team combinations. But the thing is, they're not making unique team combinations. They're making unique team stats, right? So there's there's not a whole lot here. It's not like they're recreating these, these teams. It's the same old teams that we've seen before, but with different, you know, power levels. And that's, that is kind of a cool new look at, you know, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and the gameplay. But what's the real purpose of Datacrons? Now, I'm thinking that there's something else behind this. Something new and unique that is just under the surface that Capital Games is about to come out with. Now, let's look at the purpose of Datacrons. Datacrons, the devs said that Datacrons are meant to allow players, right, to help them upgrade their squads in GAC and Territory Wars. And they've definitely done that, right? They've definitely made some really serious changes. But typically what we've seen from the devs in the past when they introduce something like this, what they'll do is they'll introduce it and they'll tinker around a little bit, but they won't make any major changes to Datacrons or their, to, to the new stuff that they're introducing. They'll wait for a couple of months. Now, Datacrons were introduced, at least the concept of them were introduced in June, and here we are in the middle of July. What is coming? Now, I am starting to think that Datacrons are not just going to be for GAC, not just for Territory Wars, but I think that we're going to be getting a new raid. Now, we've all wanted a new raid. It's 
you know, it's a new game mode. It brings a lot of fun and viability to the game. Uh, players go crazy with the different aspects of theory crafting and team building and what does what with with who and how and how does it all work and where does it all fit in. Now, what I'm thinking is that datacrons are going to be important for this new raid that is coming, this new whatever that's coming. I think it's going to be a raid. I think it could be something else, another game mode possibly, but definitely, definitely a raid. You know, when I say it could be something else, what I really mean is you may have an idea, but you're wrong. It's a raid's coming, right? It's it's like 90% a raid. Now, is it going to be the Death Star? I'm not sure, and I don't think that it will be, but I do think something else is coming. Maybe it's going to be set in the Old Republic era. I think that would be absolutely amazing if we needed maybe Darth Malgus to unlock uh, a major character. Uh, will we need Revan or all of these other new, old, some of these other Old Republic characters? I think that is very possible. Now, having said that, we don't really know, but I do think that a new set of content, a new grouping of content is on its way. And I think Datacrons will be playing its, playing a major role for that. Now, I gotta ask, what do you guys think? So, with that, I am going to take a step back, right? This has been a very unique story time with Uncle Thad and more of a Uncle Thad may have found the moonshine and has gone off on his conspiracy theories, right? Don't even begin get me started on the idea of what the Empire was doing with mind-controlling Ewoks. It's, it's a whole thing. But next week, hopefully, we'll have some more characters or some more ships or something new to talk about and i think that something new will be leading to whatever big piece of content is next well that's it for me friends stay tuned next week for more story time with uncle that on the escape podcast for kids Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message, and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Podcastaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Podcast. 
Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Attention, attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's incoming transmission time. Uh, somebody new. Yes. Always like to get somebody new on. Paul, introduce our guest for this week. Well, first off, I'm going to give you credit, Neil. Thank you for uh, thank you for chasing this one down. This is one I've wanted to have for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to us uh, via California, he is, uh, I, I think he made, he wanted to make sure I didn't say the word architect. He is a residential designer, uh, but he's uh, he's still playing video games. And, uh, you know, after all these years... He still makes content and is still entertaining. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Still Plays. How are you still? I'm doing great. And I like that you caught on to some of the thought behind why the name is the name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I try to catch on to the jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's start out like we normally do. This is your first time on on the the podcast. So, um, we want to ask you, how many accounts do you currently run? Two. Two. Okay. I have my main account that is how old is the game now? Six or five years? Uh, six. Six years. Six. Okay. My main account's five years old. It was a year after the game started, and then the alt account's about a year and a half old. Okay. And have you spent money? Does Neil get to give you a free-to-play card? I have spent some money. I'm actually going to reveal it on Monday's video, how much I've spent. I do consider myself free-to-play, but that's up to other players. <laughs> okay. Um, do, do we have to wait for Monday for the video, and Neil will then make his decision? Um, or... I, I will... I will... I'll narrow it down. It is less than seventy-five dollars. You, so I, it's I will. Great. It's greater than zero. It's, it's less than it's seventy-five. Greater than it's zero. greater than zero. Less no, than yeah. seventy-five. Yeah. No. No. No free to play card for okay. you, sir. When was well, when was the most? Let's see on Monday because I may have just given myself enough wiggle room there. To, to you you can be you can be you can be born again. But your free to play card gets a it gets holes. It gets Where, holes. Where's your it. personal cutoff? Just out of curiosity. Zero. zero. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. My, my my personal cutoff is zero. I have never spent a dime. Uh, I'm I'm a consumer, not a customer. <laughs> well, I will say I have not spent a dime since the gas event. Okay, so so he's born again. Oh, so he's been. A, it's so you're born again then. Yeah. Hmm. So, so is it's that one? Punch? It's still not a perfect. It's it's not a it's not a perfect <laughs> card. It's not a it's not one of those. It's not something that you can laminate and keep in your wallet and and flash and say, "Hey, free to play." It's like no, you can't do that. <laughs> but but you can you can have one, but it's got holes punched in it. Com commission, by the way, makes a very very fun uh, observation. You both look and sound like Kylo Ren. Have you and Matt the Radar Tech been in the same room at the same time? Not Matt the Radar Tech. <laughs> but it's it's something that has been commented on a couple times. <laughs> so um what are what size are your accounts? 
The main account is 7.6 or 7.7 million GP. Nice. It's two GLs. And what, what division? I'm in Kyber 2. Kyber 2. Okay. Well, come down to Kyber 3. I'd love to play. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in Kyber 2 the whole time. I want to hold on. But it's... I'm worried about seeing Nev. No, That's no, all you I'm do, saying. You do... We'll, we'll we'll talk about it, but you do very very well to hold on to uh, Kyber two, especially with only two GLs. Mm-hmm. The uh, the alt accounts at three point two or three point three million GP only after and, only a month, a year and a half. Well, I'm using it also for testing because I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it in my play style. But as I have to relic and work on all these characters on the main account, a lot of the things I like to showcase with weaker characters i'm not gonna be able to do on the main account anymore so having that alt account as a location where i can do some of that so i've intentionally left the alt account at zero relics but but still i mean you're that's that's a pretty good one one and a half year thing my wife is uh playing the game and she's i think she's one and a half million um after only a year and a half as well <laughs> so i mean you're doing well for yourself yeah, i'm well, just gonna put the, it that way the way i played that account was i wanted to unlock as much of the journey guide as i could in that first year which was almost everything except for the epic confrontation characters so all the legendary characters well not well i guess grand inquisitor now counts as a legendary but uh that's kind of nonsense um but yeah basically everything I qualified for the Malik event. I just didn't have the mods to unlock them in that first year <laughs> threshold. All right. Um, so, I mean, we've we've gotten into the accounts. We we know his. Uh, we know that he is plankton status. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. he's not uh, he's not land. He's still aquatic of nature. He's still aquatic he's still of nature, aquatic. but he but he he you know he's just aquatic. He's plankton. Um. Neil, I mean, you 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 had some great questions lined up. Yes, have at yes. It. So, um, uh, uh, if if you don't already know, uh, still plays was a rookie. Uh, it was his rookie season in uh, GA Center. He uh, started season six uh, from scratch. Um, uh, how have you been? Have you been? How have you been finding it? Has has there been any? difference to the way you've been playing you know have you been more competitive knowing that you're being measured up against other content creators how have you found it it hasn't changed how i've played but i've loved being a part of it just i wanted to know where i stand up like i thought i was a pretty good player grand arena is my favorite game mode i took it very seriously that's why it hasn't made me more competitive i was already pretty competitive in it (laughs) but being able to see how i measure up has been really interesting and revealing well, the thing is, you've actually been playing. Um, I, I would, I would actually argue that you've been um, playing very, very much above your pay grade. You, yes, you do have a high GP account, but you've only got two GLs, um, and I would argue that uh, being able to survive in Kyber Two for as long as you have, because uh, there are people with more GP more gls and they've either been (laughs) they've fluctuated between accounts they have there are people with more gls than you and a higher they've got a bigger roster than you uh, but they don't 
do as well as you um, from a competitive point of view. You've been able to hold your water very, very well. I mean, do you put that down to uh, the way that you play? Um, is it, it because you you don't have? I, I wouldn't say that you have one solid way you play. You're not a an all in defensive player or an all out yeah. offensive player. You play the uh, you play the account and the player, not just the account. Some people will look at an account and go, "Oh, uh, you know, I, I don't think I can beat that." I'll I'll put trash on defense and I'll I'll mm -hmm. see if I can beat them on all efficiency. Or they'll look at a, a, they'll look at a person's account and they'll be like, oh, I'm better than them. I'll I'll go heavy D on the bottom um, and uh, you know um, stop them to uh, you know to you look at a person's history. So you don't just play the yeah. account; you play the player. You look at how they play their account. And you change your strat. How so is is that that been what has defined you this season? Because you've held Kyber yeah. two all season. And granted, you haven't gone up into Division one, but you've never been dropped down into Division three. There's a couple things. Uh, one to add to more context in my roster. I also only have 76 relics. I'm way low on relics compared to other players in Kyber 2. But what I do have is a very deep roster, just not deep at the high end, not deep at relics. Fluffy bottom. I have, yeah, I'm I a have, fluffy bottom too. Yeah, I have a ton of gear 11. And what I, that was a strategy, like my origin story, if you, if you don't mind. <laughs> like, when Grand Arena was first introduced to the game, like I had a very wide roster like a lot of gear eights very few gear 12 you characters. had a fluffy bottom as we like to yeah, call it fluffy bottom. <laughs> like there, there was no reason to be top heavy at that point so it's just like i wanted to qualify teams for territory wars and like add gp for territory, territory battles and stuff yeah so i had that kind of roster grand arena gets announced and i was going one one and two almost all the time, maybe two and one, but would never go three and oh. And it was just because the way matchmaking worked at that point was you needed to have a lot of gear 12. And if you have to have a top heavy roster and that was the only way to compete. And I had also a ton of ship GP that was messing things up on those first versions of grand arena. <laughs> so I was like, okay, how am I going to fix this? That's how that, I mean, that's how I did too. I mean, I love and have been a proponent of ships are your bread and butter for crystals yeah and i don't even remember there was crystals at that point i just was one of the weirdos who liked yeah, no, fleet mode. it wasn't the, yeah. the, it, it was it the, the, you got grand arena it was just weekly rewards that yeah. was it the, there was no month-long thing it would be a week of 5v5 then a week of 3v3 then a week of 5v5 with ships then a week of 3v3 with ships. Then maybe they'd go back to just 5v5. Then yeah. maybe it'd be three. So, and it changed from week to week to week to week to week because there was no monthly goal. Um, and, and that's what Grand Arena was at the start. It was kind of... And, and when they realized how much engagement there was because, you know, people were streaming it. You know, Urs did it. I did it. Um, uh, you know, mobile gamer did, you know, and then everybody, you know, the, the, the floodgates opened and everyone's like, this is a really good game mode that people enjoy watching. And, yeah. you know, they, CG paid attention to it and it's like, Hey, you know, okay. So we're going to, we're going to confirm it. We'll change it to grand arena championships. And then we got version one of grand arena championships. 
So, um, yeah. So what and, I was and, doing to fix my roster was, I was like, okay, I'm never going to catch up on, on gear 12. It's too expensive. It takes too long, but that the difference between a gear 11 character and a gear 12 character, that was very expensive, but you could get gear 11 characters fairly cheaply for every one gear 12 character that might be two to three gear 11 characters so i just started pounding gear 11 and really making that my strong point then matchmaking changed and when that changed i suddenly had an incredible roster and what i kept doing was in in this to this day even though having gear 11 is less useful with relics but what i have is i have all the latest characters immediately i can take advantage there's a couple weeks where when a new character new omicron gets released where your people don't know how to counter them and by taking advantage of those new characters immediately you can get some cheap wins out of that yeah. like when mon mothma was new when dash was new there were wins to be had just by gearing those teams up so going just, for the i was just going to point out uh, for our for our viewing audience Everything goes purple as soon as I see it. That that's my strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I still have is a very deep roster, which what allows me to do is grind out wins. Like I can take losses. I don't need to be as efficient because I have just more weapons in my arsenal to throw out. So I can afford to try out some counters that might be lower RNG where I might have to clean it up, but I have the teams available to clean up. And then also fleets. Just having a fleet gives you a major advantage. Like my pilots on Finalizer and Radis, they're mostly gear 11, but I have all the ships farmed. I have all those pilots at gear 11, which lets me use it. And a lot of opponents, they're not in that position. And that gives me a lot more wiggle room. How, how were you um, with the? Uh, how were you with um, uh, version one of uh, GAC? Because obviously the matchmaking, um, it, it really, really did play into a person's top top one hundred, top one eighty, depending whether it was five v five or three v three. Yeah, I was. What was your What was your monthly average? I mean, were you? Uh, you know, what would, did, could could you be? Could you remember? Do you know what, what, what off the top of your head your monthly it's, average it's was? What, uh... Was it when you were like in a month? I was probably yeah, yeah. Going so like, did you get like lots of 12 and O's and 11 and ones or more, more like 10 and twos? I would beat myself a lot. Average, uh, average, average out about 10 and two, you reckon? Yeah. And it, it's usually, it, you can find it deeper in my YouTube archives, but it's, I had some pretty gross mismatches. It was <laughs> not. As it went along, it got worse and worse, where it was just like default win after default win. So I've actually really enjoyed this change into Grand Arena Championships 2.0 because it's much more of a challenge. I think it's much more interesting to watch. We're actually actually at 3.1. Oh, well, when we shifted... We, we, don't get me wrong. We went from yeah. version two to three point one right. really yeah. quickly because version yeah, well, two, version two was when they <laughs> um, equalized the divisions. Because yes. if you remember, yes. version one was four point five or over, and you were in division one. So you had people yes. from four point five million GP all the way up to nine million GP that could potentially be matched with each. I mean, obviously the matchmaking stopped the nines from facing the four point fives. But you know, it, it was you know there was that there was that different animal, absolutely. Um, and then you know you know we quickly went from version 
two to version three in the space of like four months where they changed it to what it, you know, what it currently, yes. uh, what it currently is. And I refer um, to it as version 3.1, because obviously they've now gone from four weeks to three weeks in a month, yes. which is a change I absolutely love. I absolutely love it. Four weeks, to, to, you see, here's the thing. To me, four, a four week, there's excitement in week one. There was excitement in the final week. It kind of like tapered off. It was like a reverse bell curve. So excitement's up here. And then the middle two weeks, it kind of went down. And then as that final week kicked in, it was like that. It's still a bell curve, I think though. The, mm -hmm. the two, the, yeah, <laughs> the two, it's still a bell curve, but it's, yeah. It's, so you, you would get the, uh, you know, you would get that, that lack of engagement people like well you know i did well in week one you know if i get you know people weren't uh, uh, you know people weren't gunning for it as much as they were and i think that reducing it to three weeks that middle week has more engagement than the old version the 3.0 version where it was two weeks in the middle so i really like i think it was a i think it's a quality a quality change to GAC by um, CG, what are your thoughts? Because you've now experienced a full month event of version 3.1. So how would yeah. you compare the three-week monthly version to the four-week monthly version? So far, I like it in theory. I, I was more surprised by it. Like, I remember they announced it, but then I was looking for that sign-up for the fourth week i was just very confused and then i remembered that they had the post about it so it was it, while we were in it i didn't even think about it it was still the same to me but i i do think it will keep things a little fresh the pace of it a little bit different because i do agree with your analysis that it did bog down for a little bit i just hope that cg Hears from the community that maybe don't do three v three every other. Do it like two and one because I, I like three v three as a game mode, but when it's every other grand yeah. arena, the cadence is five v five, three v three, car five five, three v three. Because what d d during that initial, that uh, all of version three was all five v five. Those four months when they did the initial change and they moved the crystals over and they completely changed the format to skill rating. Those four weeks were all 5v5. They yes. were all 5v5. And I, I liked that. And then they brought back, you know, and they, yeah. changed, they brought it back and they changed it again. And yeah, everyone's what like, I, oh like... God, what's 3v3 going to be like? Yeah, I'd like two five v fives, then one three v three. I, I, I like that be a too. better cadence. I, I I agree there. Uh, Johnny B says I think it's better to not have territory battles, GAC conquest all at once. I still don't like that light side territory battles is on the same time as conquest, but that's for another time. Um, let's get into you because I don't want to lose time without. Uh, I I don't want to miss having you tell people what to expect. Um, C-Curb says that when you're digging yourself into a hole, those are the best GAC videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in respect, in, in, let's, uh, let's expand on that. Other than digging yourself into a hole, what do people expect or what should people expect when they tune into youtube.com slash C slash still plays? Well, I, I am heavy on the Grand Arena, but I try to do a couple other series too. So I have a talk series where I'll 
give my thoughts and breakdown analysis on the new kits. I don't do it with every update from CG though, just one every couple or if it's a significant one. I'll do some list videos. I will do methods and strategy videos. And I have a series called Lowest Viable Teams where I'm looking back at all of those old events and how you can beat them at the lowest threshold that I can work with. And with Grand Arena, I try to keep it pretty casual, talking about my strategy, which teams work, and I'll do reviews of shows, list out different things. I've spent a lot of time talking about all the chicken sandwich wars. <laughs> you um, do like your lists. That's one thing yes. when I was reviewing, when, when Neil was like, I'm going after still plays. I want to get him on the show. I, I checked out the channel and I'm going, this guy loves his lists. <laughs> Well, I, I try to also give my own take on things. I don't, yeah. a lot of people are doing like best characters, whatever. And I don't think I'm going to be adding much of that. So if I have a weird <laughs> idea, like I'll do, I did one of the big ones was just teams that you shouldn't put on defense. A lot of people are focusing on what teams you should, but that was a dark point, a dark spot where people are using these very common weak defensive teams. I'm just like, what's up with this? Like, let's call it out. These teams should not be on defense. Is number well, like one Ewoks. Kirk's? <laughs> well, Kirk was on the list. Ewoks, like Phoenix, like these, like I'm surprised to see Phoenix in Kyber too. That shouldn't be happening, but sometimes it'll happen. If we face each other, you're going to see my Phoenix because my Phoenix <laughs> are actually a little bit tougher than most people. You know, most people still have mm -hmm. purple Phoenix. Not me. <laughs> it has gotten its holds, and I'm excited for oh, it. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> that's that's good. So, what you got coming up on your channel? Now's the time to pimp your stuff. Pimp your stuff, especially um, Monday. Tell us more about Monday. Oh well, I just hit a thousand subscribers. Hey! So what I did? Thank you. So what I did as part of that is I wanted to do just a little small promotion for the longtime followers. And I decided one of the things we could do for fun was reveal how much I've spent in this game. So I'm going to do that and also just give out a sketch I made. Because, like, I'm not an amazing illustrator, but I'm pretty good. So I, and I'm trying to get into a daily sketching habit. So you I'm at least know how to, you, you at least know how to draw straight lines because you are a residential designer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing that on Monday. What I just did this past week is, Every quarter, I'll do predictions for what I think will be happening in the game over the next three months, looking at uh, what is going on with Lucasfilm and seeing if we can read some tea leaves, because I like to prepare things in advance so you can just jump on some of these new characters and new releases. Like, I I thought Tuskins were... Something was going to happen with them. So last quarter, I prepped all my Tuskins, and then the Omicron comes out, so it allows me to pounce on that right away <laughs> and take advantage. So, I I think that we really need to get Still and Thad in the same room and just <laughs> let it fill up. <laughs> yeah, like one of my predictions in the latest video is I think it's time for Saw Gerrera. It, it will be a good character to transition into Andor coming out and we get a little bit of more Rogue One synergy. So that's 
an area where you can work on maybe some Rogue One characters and then Saw makes this raddest team function at a different level. Uh, and then well, I had you can a, bet your ass he's going to be in Andal. I'm, I'm betting. And I think even if he's not, it's something CG could add without coordination with Lucasfilm and still tie into all that world. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> I had a list video. I, I liked every six months I'll do a list video where I'll look at all the marquee characters and say, these are the single shard farms that are worth doing right now. Don't wait for these to be to be accelerated because these guys will have the bigger, biggest impact on the roster. We look forward to, uh, we look forward to watching those and the ones that you bring out in the future. So, you know, I know I just said it, but how do people find you? Oh, um, just YouTube still plays. You got a discord. I do have a Discord, that, and the link to that is on the YouTube channel. All right. And I'm pretty active on it. I try to hop on twice a day and engage with everyone. What, um, you know, anything, uh, any final questions for still, Neil? No, no, let's get this. Uh, let's let, let, we've had him and monopolized his time sufficiently enough. <laughs> so we'll, we'll let him get away. Anything before we, uh, before we launch you back out the escape pod and uh, get you back home? Just thank you for having me, and I really appreciate what you guys do for the community and inviting me on to the GAC Center. That was something that I just really had a lot of fun with and appreciate. Well, he... well, fingers crossed for season seven, mate. Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, fingers crossed that Neil still cares about this game in time yeah, for season crossed, seven. I still care about the I'm game, yeah. wondering what Datacrons will do to my, my play style. So that is what we got to find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, really quick, cast. Thank you for giving X E X X underscore 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 a uh, gift sub there. Uh, thank you for the hundred bits, and also to Dicky Darkside for resubscribing. He has been subscribed for twenty five months. Speaking of Dicky, you guys all know that the Swaggies have uh, the they have been put out there. The votes have been counted. Coming up in this break, we talk about. What's we are not we talk about? We award the first three awards of the Swaggies for this month, and then Patreon's choice on the bridge. Thank you, Still Plays, for stopping by. Stick around, the awards are coming up in just a moment, right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. 
Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena tracking box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N.com, slash the escape pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. All you meatbags, and welcome into the first week of the Swaggy Results. Dickie wanted me to go over and say a few things, but honestly, I made enough enemies during my opening monologue that maybe we should just go ahead and get to the uh, the, the awards. Yeah. All right. So first, we have the man, the myth, the legend, and uh, I'm, I mean Darth Vader presenting the favorite faction award. Thank you, Noob, and please remember that I have made droids, and I can destroy them. Alright, today I am here to present the award for your favorite faction. There are many factions in this game, but only one truly matters, which is my empire. But for some reason, we let you choose. So here are the nominees. We have Rebel Filth, the Troopers, eh, they're a pain, Jedi Scum, the Jedi deserve to die, Bounty Hunters, they can be useful, especially when you're tracking a ship, the Sith, the most powerful of all, except for the Empire, and the First Order, Something my grandson did to try and copy me is really derivative. Um, the Resistance, which is basically just small rebel scum. And the Night Sisters. Uh, I didn't think there was any of those around anymore. But without further ado, the winner is the Troopers. What? Troopers? You called for us, Lord Vader. <coughs> no, 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 not you. You didn't win anything. No, you're not even in the game. Yes, you, Piet. Do you have something to say? Make it brief, because, you know, nobody cares about what you have to say. Of course, Lord Vader. Truly, any award that comes to us is a reflection upon your fantastic leadership, and uh, all glory be to you, Lord Vader. That's some excellent sucking up, Admiral Piet. I knew I promoted you for a reason. Now, on to the next award. Surely one of these is mine. I've got to win something. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Vader, sir. I loved you in the latest Obi-Wan series. Next up, we have somebody who, I mean, honestly, 
he hasn't gotten in the MCU yet, so I, I suppose he's trying to get into the Star Wars universe instead. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the award for the best galactic legend, here is, well, he told me his name was Kyle, but here is Deadpool. Thanks, noob. Uh, that is exactly right. And can you believe it? After all these years, Kevin Feige still isn't returning my calls. So if somebody here has Dave Filoni's numbers, I'm willing to trade these swords in for some, uh, some of those light swords you guys have. Those are actually pretty neat. And at truth time, I actually kind of look like a weak way already under this mask. So it's perfect. <laughs> and uh, I think me and Darth Maul would make a great buddy comedy. Uh, you know, he'd be a great straight man. So, uh, you know, I thought I'd come and check out this Star Wars stuff. And uh, I was asked to present the award for Best Galactic Legend. Uh, who is your favorite galactic legend in this game? And the nominees are Rey, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, Jedi Master Luke, Sith Eternal Emperor, Jedi Master Kenobi, and Lord Vader. Uh, do you guys not have a Thanos or, like, a Cable? Little secret, those are actually the same guy. Uh, so let's look at what you guys voted. And the winner is... Jedi Master Kenobi! I love you in the Hello there. Uh, thank you very much to everybody who voted. Uh, it's really, really a pleasure. Always lovely to beat Anakin at anything. Um, and even, you know, for my team, I stole Padme. I stole two Ahsokas. So it just seems clear that I have the high ground everywhere. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the synergy between me and Padme is just incredible. She brings so much to the team, it's hard to qualify. Uh, so thank you everyone for voting for me, and uh, suck it, Anakin. <laughs> Give a round of applause to the best GL winner. Congratulations. Now, it is my honor to present the next presenter. He is somewhat a legend around here. He is still not in this game. And honestly, Capital Games, you are running out of time for me to even give a crap. So, hurry it up, would you? Ladies and gentlemen, everyone's favorite pirate, Hondo Onaka. Yes, yes. Hello, hello, my friends. I am Hondo Onaka. I am here to present the award that I should be winning instead of presenting Best New Character. But since CG has not made me yet, well, I will have to read other names. And the nominees are Maul, Starkiller, Mara Jade, The Executor, The Grand Inquisitor, Sortie. Seriously, they invent a robot that doesn't exist, but they can't put me in the game. And Iden Versio. Well, the winner is... Me! No, unfortunately, I will win next year, though. I promise you next year, the winner will be Hondo Onaka. But for this year, it is Starkiller. Look, uh, I'd like to thank you all for voting for me, but no, I can't accept this award. Uh, everybody knows this award should be Hondo Onaka's. It 
absolutely does not belong to me. It should belong to Hondo. And for that reason, I just can't accept it. Uh, so thank you for voting for me. But uh, yeah, CG, fix this situation, okay? Like, no, no, no more. I don't want to see this again. I don't want any excuses next year. Just bring Hondo, okay? Thank you. Always, always excellent to see another award winner. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we still have a few weeks of awards left. Coming up, we have awards for the biggest tool and the best brain. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The biggest brain and best tool. Sorry about that. But we also have most anticipated Star Wars content, most annoying, biggest story, and the best weekly show. Tune in next week for more of the Swaggies. What does Paul say? Be nice to each other, damn it. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, radio magic at its finest. So, uh, yes, <laughs> great guest we had on. Wonderful guest. Um, uh, yeah, shame it took us so long to get him on. But, uh, yeah, cracking gay. Cracking guest. And, and also the first three um, categories of the Swaggies were awarded. Imperial Troopers is the best uh, team. Um, Starkiller, the best character, new character, um, and the best GL is Kenobi. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. No. And Mara was robbed. <laughs> Should have been Starkiller. Should have been Mara. You, you, I was, I was this simping. close to... I, I'm, I, I, so, I, I admit to it, I simp hard when it comes to Mara. I, was, I really, really wanted to. I was like, no, no, I don't need to fill this form out over and over and over and over again just to get Mara to win. She'll just naturally win. And, you know, people went for Starkiller instead. So yeah. Mar- Mara was close, uh, is what uh, Dickie says. So um, probably probably second place. So, but yeah, I mean, she'll st- always she, she'll always be canon to me. Right. Don't don't get me. St- don't you don't say stuff like that because you'll remind me of the parody the Billy Joel parody that I wanted to do regarding Mara Jade. And not she's always a woman to me. It's she's all she'll always be canon to me. I, I still haven't got around to writing it, and you're just reminding me that I haven't written it yet. <laughs> Dickie Darkside says it was 27 Star Killer, 27% Star Killer, 24% Mara. So yeah. Um she was right. close. <laughs> was close. Uh, but uh, coming up, um, I'll, as Noob said, all of those uh, other categories are coming up, uh, including the coveted who is who has the best weekly show. Mm-hmm. Um, some stiff competition there. I'm <laughs> I'm scared to know the results, but I think we'll be handing out that uh, handing that back to Heinze one way or another. He's on there twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so it's Patreon's choice. If you are a Patreon, mm-hmm. get your questions, questions. in um, on question the time. Patreon's only questions channel, or you can um, redeem channel points. You can redeem channel points. It's expensive, but you can redeem channel points. And as long as it's not uh, an asinine question, we'll honor it. If it is, I'll reject it and give you your points back. All right. Here we go. Zaz has some interesting questions this week. Top three okay. classic animated Disney films. What constitutes as classic right now, though, Neil? I would say um, before the advent of CGI. Okay, so I can't say Cars. Cars is not a no, classic yet. No, you can't yet. say Cars. No, it's not classic, no. I would say 
anything before the Lion King. Because does Lion, Lion King, King was... count? No, no, anything <sighs> before the Lion King. Because the Lion King was just spectacular. I mean, come on, that that was like that was like a home a four hundred yard home run. The Lion King was like Disney owning it, like pre, a boss. pre Pixar. Okay, um, I'm gonna have to say for me, top three Disney classic animated films. You can't you can't go wrong with Fantasia. No, um, no, that's a good one. Yeah, the music in it's awesome. Uh, Rescuers Down Under and mm. Peter Pan. Okay, I'm going to go uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go because so, so I, I like my musicals. So I like the mu I really I do like the musicals. So Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Mary Poppins, the original, not the remake. <laughs> Sacrilege. Sacrilege. Julie Andrews does not need to be remade, okay? She is acting royalty. I'm sorry, but you do not remake a movie that has Julie Andrews as, you know, the lead. It's just it's just not cricket. So, uh, yeah. And then I will go with um, uh, The Jungle Book. All right. And I, I do have to give a very, very, um, a very, very, high honorable mention to the fox and the hound mm -hmm. that was also a very good one all right let's uh let's go back to the questions here top three iconic 80s films oh here we go and here i i already know one is earth girls are easy yeah of course <laughs> well the thing is the thing is it's it's repetitive so yeah earth girls are easy um, a fish called Wanda and heavy metal. For me, Breakfast Club, Indiana Jones, and something called Star Wars, <laughs> Empire thought, Strikes I Back. Thought, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. That, that, that's not that. No, no, no. That's, that has it's Star Wars was 1977. Yeah, that's what I said. 1980. Was Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, see, the, by, by that logic, I could say The Godfather, but the first one wasn't in the No, 80s. Empire Strikes Back, it says iconic 80s films, not iconic 80s franchises or anything okay, like that. Okay, I was... okay. <laughs> All right, top three non- I th No, when you said The Breakfast Club, I thought you were going to go off on a John Hughes, because there's no point listing john hughes movies because they're just awesome i mean come on you know <laughs> but no the breakfast club uh, was iconic for day me. off is just incredible you know i mean it's a dream the whole movie is cameron's dream but it's still an awesome movie all right uh top three non-star wars book series i i've already said the cat who books you know i talked about those um Ah, oh, I, I mean Harry Potter. This, Harry Potter is up there. Yeah. I know it's normal. Harry, yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah. Harry Potter, definitely the uh, the Harry Potter books, without a doubt. I I have not. Uh, oh 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 oh! What's the Jack got? Ryan's? The Jack Ryan's. Okay. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan's. You know, Cardinal and the Kremlin, Clear and Present Danger. I mean, those books were awesome, and the the fact that the books were awesome and the films sucked. 
with the except hum for red october is the one exception to the rule all of the other movies sucked you know patriot games was okay but they still changed the uh the the, the characters um and the, the 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 story from the book to the movie it was too uncomfortable you know Humphrey Red October, brilliant. But that, that book series, great. I can only think of those. Those are the only two other book series that I've read outside of Star Wars. I can't think of a third book series that I've read other than the Jack Ryans and uh, Harry Potter. I will have... Oh, no, no. The, the, sorry, sorry. Uh, the, the, um, uh, the, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series. Okay. I'm going to say a series of unfortunate events. Okay. So... All right, uh, moving on back to Zaz's questions. What is your favorite type of tree? African or European? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite tree? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I really have, it, it depends wh where I'm at. You know, if I'm, if Come I'm on, in the, think if, about it. If I'm in the Caribbean, I'm going to, you know, I, I love I love looking at palm trees. But I also love evergreens. I love I love carnivorous trees. Mhm. Mm okay. My my mine is is quite simple. It's the horse chestnut tree. Okay. Because conkers. Come on, as a child, you know, you would go to the tree and you, you would spend hours underneath the canopy of those trees looking for the best, the most round, the most perfect, the biggest, the strongest, the toughest conkers that you could then, you know, put your bootlace through, take to school, and you could play conkers with. Do you never, did you never play conkers with your friends? No, I have never, what? I don't know what the hell conkers uh, is. Oh my God. He, oh, okay. This is the, all right. Okay. This is def, you know, there's a cultural mismatch. There here. is the a UK, huge cultural in, mismatch. In the UK here. as a kid, I mean, the, w w when I was a kid, conkers, you used to get your knuckles, you know, your knuckles, your hands would get absolutely destroyed. Basically, okay, okay, so you know, so you're tell you're telling me that you'd love to beat the crap out of your friends with no, with you, tree like stuff. No, you beat the crap out. Uh, it, they're they're little balls. They're like nuts. They li they literally look like nuts. It looks brown. It's brown. It, uh, it's about the size. You know, really, really good ones would be about the size between the size of a golf ball um, and a baseball. Um, and you know, literally, you'd have two people against each other, and the the objective was to smash your opponent's conquer into a million pieces. Um, you know, some people would treat them. When I was a kid, you were allowed to do it, and I remember being like in my twenties and in my thirties, um, and the um, the health and safety um, uh, uh, dweebs got involved, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, so you can play conkers in school, but you've got to wear like safety goggles." They, they, I mean, that, that's how bad it got. Literally, the government got involved in the health and safety of kids playing conkers at school. And, and, and made the. I don't uh, the, blame you know, them. You're beating the crap out of each. You talked about getting bloody knuckles from this damn thing. It's still an awesome, and that's why I love that tree. I, I have fond... I mean, don't get me wrong. You see the... Hang on a minute. It's, it, I wonder if it's possible. You know, the scar on my forehead, right? The scar on my forehead is from, is from conquer picking. 
me and my friends. This was when I was a pub right in Germany. It's an interesting story. Don't worry. It won't take that long. But uh, I was a pub rat. I was in Germany. I was in Detmold. And we had some really, really good conquer trees. Unfortunately, the person that I chose on my walk back from school decided he was going to throw a great big stone up into the tree to try and knock some of the bigger conkers down. And um, what, what does he say? It's, it's like one of the dumbest things. When somebody drops something from a height and they know that there are people below, they'll shout, look out or below. What's the first thing you do? You look up. Uh, he said, <laughs> I looked up and this stone cracked me on the forehead. Um, I'm, 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 eight year, I'm, I'm either seven or eight years old and I am bleeding profusely from my forehead. Uh, thankfully, the medical center was like 100 meters down the road, but I ran 100 meters down the road with my just blood pouring from my head, and I had to have a stitch in my head, and that is why I have a scar on my forehead from conquer picking uh, when I was a small child getting hit in the head with a stone. You were, a, you were stoned yeah. as a small child. Yes, is I what was I stoned took from as that. a small child, yes. All I right, was. <laughs> if you could have the powers of one... MCU hero, which one would it be? Um, I would. Let's see, who would I go for? Um, let me get Death's Head Two. <laughs> no, they're not MCU. Well, no, because they're, they're not. They're not powers. He's a machine. He's built that way. That's that's different. You know, he's a machine. Um, uh, I'll go. Um, you know what? I'll I'll go. I'm going to go Wolverine. I'm going to go Wolverine. They're not MCU and, though. And, and, They're not and, MCU and, yet. Even though even are, though we even though we saw the leader, he's not MCU yet. No, they are just because they haven't had a movie or a TV show. They, the, uh, the Disney owns the rights to them now. So they are technically MCU. They just haven't had a movie. You could also yet. say Deadpool, but we haven't seen that either. Right, fine. Fine, I'll say Deadpool then. You know. But we haven't just, seen that one either. They just all right. My answer, though, is Doctor Strange. I mean, being able to travel anywhere at a moment's notice? Come on. No? Yes. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I'm sorry, but so, so, no, no, I, I said the horse chestnut tree. Conquers our horse chestnuts. Yes. That's, that's what I said. So I said my, tree, my favorite tree is the horse chestnut tree. We just call them conkers. We don't call them horse chestnuts. All right. Sorry, Paul. Zaz, uh, Zaz's final question actually says, I've had an idea of, of something I'd love, love to see you guys do, though maybe not during the show. Recently, I've seen a lot of videos about American or British celebrities trying classic snacks from both countries and judging their favorite. I know we Brits have stuff you guys have never heard of and vice versa. Would you guys like to try that? And would it be difficult to get British snacks over there? It wouldn't be difficult, I don't think. Is it, Neil? You, you, no, no, no. Th there's a, there's a, there's a shop, uh, there's a shop in, uh, Orland. There's a shop in Orland that sells British snacks. So you can get a packet of what, what's it's or Walker's crisps, or you can get a, snickers bar or a crunchy bar i mean it, it's like four times the price i think i'm the target <laughs> though in this since you have you know you know what's over there and what's not here ah, etc right, okay. etc i uh, think i'm the target in all of this okay so you you would need to try so my, my 
Are, my, my, are you willing okay, to give okay. me a do, list do, to do go you, pick up at World Market? Essentially, is what I'm going to have. Ask. Do you have Myers? No, <sighs> but we do have World Market, which does have yeah. a lot of stuff. No, no, no. It's just that Myers um, recently, within the last twelve months, they started doing a British flavor. They started doing steak and onion flavored crisp flavored chips. That sounds in, wonderful. In UK, yeah, in the UK, it is. Uh, you know, but I can you know, have. I can have my parents send it down. They're yeah. they're in Ohio. Trust me, beef and on, beef uh, uh, beef and onion or steak and onion flavored crisps. R- ridges are the best. Um, but uh, yeah, um, if if you were going to get them to send you a uh, confectionery, chocolate bars would probably be easier. Uh, I would I would go with a crunchy or it's a got... Snickers or a Mars bar. <laughs> I have to be able to eat it with the, with the uh, false teeth. Oh yeah, no so. no, you, the, the, it's, <laughs> it, we're not talking we're not talking about particularly hard here. You know, a okay. Snickers bar is a you know a Snickers bar is whey and a little bit of caramel with some peanuts on top, yeah. encased in chocolate. Yeah. All right. Uh, Run DMV says, "What is your favorite non-gaming hobby?" Um, my favorite hmm. non-gaming <laughs> hobby. I mean, for a while it was the whole pom pom thing, but I haven't done them in ages. Um, I still have, I have my throne that you made me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have got. Uh, I have got back into. Um, uh books though i i've i recently i recently discovered in the past few months some timothy's arm novels from 2012 and 2013 that i was completely and utterly unaware of um uh, and uh you know i've been reading them i'm currently reading uh timothy's arms uh, star wars scoundrels from 2013 which is uh it's it's a heist it's a it's a heist book, book. <laughs> um Mine's close to and it's it's Lando and ha, it's Lando and Han Solo and Chewie, and they're doing a heist. M- mine's it's, close it's, to yours. Mine would be com- uh, collecting Star Wars comic books. That's right, my yeah. that's my favorite non gaming hobby. Uh, favorite grill food is a T bone, or no? I'm um, I'm sorry, not a T bone, a New York strip. Uh, but for for me, for me, it's any kind of steak. Uh, it doesn't, it, uh, you know. I, I like uh, I like um, pork steaks. I like lamb steaks. Um, and I like you know regular beef steaks. So it's any kind of you know, as long as it's a really really good cut of meat, it doesn't matter what what the meat is, uh, as long as it's in steak shape and steak form. Those things, I'll fry those things up. Love them. Uh, Frank too says ribeye surely, and 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 was apparently horrified because I said New York strip. Strips are easier for me to eat. Ribeye, you'd never know, you know, uh, once you cook it up, unless you memorize the, the marbling, you don't know what, you know, you're going, okay, this is, this is fat and this is lean. You know, I, I have to have so much lean with my fat, but I try to portion it out and the strip makes it easier. That's just Mm -hmm. me though. (laughs) All right. So, and don't call me Shirley. (laughs) <laughs> Dr. Feelgood says Porterhouse, Bone says Hot Dogs, and Run DMV says Hearts Flamingo. He likes Flamingo Hearts, apparently, on the grill. Okay. All right. Cooking with Qui-Gon. Cooking with Qui-Gon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we, we had a lot of fun. And we still need you to make my darn chili recipe uh, run. So, anyway. Neil, what you got coming up on the channel? Uh, well, uh, GAC will return. Uh, not looking forward to it. It's 3v3. It's data cons. So mm, not looking forward to it. Hopefully I'll be able to get some uh, um, 
some evening uh, rooms of magic uh, streaming in. The, the guild is looking nice that we've got uh, a couple of regular people playing now. Anybody else who wants to come and join the fun? We, we, had, a, we, <laughs> we had an absolute blast um, last week, me and Bones and Stevie B. Um, yeah, well, that was I a fun, that had, was a fun I, stream. I, I, I say we had a good time. I killed everything and they got the <laughs> XP. <laughs> so basically we went XP farming for like 30 minutes to an hour and I just shot all of their levels up. So it's, kill that, kill that, kill that. Oh, you've got up to level 21, kill that, kill. Oh, you've got up to, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. But we, we, I'm just trying to boost, boost friends levels so that, you know, they're a little bit higher and then we can all go do group quests together. Um, so I will probably get a Summoner's uh, Glory stream in once again. Uh, if you want to join me in Summoner's Glory, use Vault 37 as your uh, promotional code. Get a little gift from me. And also I am compensated for uh, signups on Summoner's Glory. I'll probably get a stream in on there. Um, I'm thinking, and I would love for for anybody that's interested to post in the listener lounge i would love to get a game of rift tracks the game because i love my mst3k i love my rift tracks i would love they have a game now where you riff a movie and it will read your riff i'd love to see you guys come out for a game like that so yep that's yep. what uh, that's what i've got and uh vault 37 studios were working on uh oh the, the news you saw no problems today did you neil mm, my no. my upload is solved oh yes stop stop it stop it i'm you i'm just, just you, i'm not all you're gonna I'm do is gonna make s- everyone green with envy no i'm all i'm gonna say is that i do not have any problems now that i have switched over to at&t that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> Yeah. All right. We, we've all seen those bandwidth screenshots. I, I have not it. posted them to I I posted them to friends, not public. You shut up. Okay. Don't say don't tell anybody. <laughs> all right. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys, uh, you make our day. You make our week, and we are very, very grateful for it. We hope that uh we'll see you again next week. My name is Paul Anthony. As always, I'm joined by Neil Andrew Ayer uh, to do this show. And thank you, Neil, for uh, for all the fun. All the fun, week in and week out. Fun is and there, frolics. Is there anything that you'd like to say? No, I think we're good to go. All right, everybody. I say it every week, and I mean it. And listen closely if you don't believe it. Be nice to each other, damn it. Neil? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuit! Evacuate the system! Self-destruct mechanism has been activated! Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Just kidding. Three, two, one.
Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Pod cast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. Oh.